Hello, you're listening to episode number seven of Hashtag Create Your Earth Life with Janessa Staples. And today we are going to have a guest. Her name is Catherine Ryden. She's my best friend and she came with me to California to get a embryo transfer for the surrogacy. This episode, I'm going to be going through the process of surrogacy all the way up to where I am at, start to now. Then Catherine will come on and we will discuss the experience we had during the embryo transfer. So let's dig right in. First of all, I decided to be a surrogate because I love being pregnant and I love helping people and I'm not ready to have another child right now. I don't even know if I want to have more children. I'm not really sure. Um, I used to think I wanted a bunch of kids. If you asked me two years ago, I'd be like, yeah, I want to get married in like a year and have a bunch of kids. And now I'm just very comfortable with my son and being a single one-child mother. I'm not dating right now or I am dating, but I'm not dating anyone serious where I think like, oh, I'm going to have a baby with them right now or anything like that. So we will see. But that is what encouraged me. I'm not using my body right now for myself. I like helping people. I love being pregnant. So why not? So I first started looking at surrogacy agencies online. I applied to a few. And then also my friend um, is also a surrogate. And she told me about the surrogacy I'm going through. I go through extraordinary. <laughs> I'm going through extraordinary conceptions. And so far, they've been awesome. They have wonderful benefits, and they are located in California. After you fill out an application, you have to wait to get accepted. You have a bunch of different questions you have to ask, um, you have to answer. Before you fill out the application, you really should do a lot of research. Look at reviews online. Join Facebook groups where you can ask other surrogate mothers, like, is this a good, have you had a good experience with this agency? Is this a good agency? And a lot of, there was one that I applied for and I started the process and then people were like, no, like they're a scam. They're not good. And I ended up not having a great experience with them and canceled doing work with them. And then when my friend told me about extraordinary conceptions, I felt comfortable because I saw there was a lot of good reviews. She was having a great time with them and she's still with them and now I'm with them. So I'm very happy with them. I definitely suggest them. Fill out the application and then you do two mental checks, I guess you could say. Um, there's two like quizzes that you have to fill out. They ask you questions. I can't really remember any right now. So they just basically test your mental stability. If you go to therapy or if you've ever been on medication, then you need to get a letter from your therapist, which I did have to do saying that I could do it. I wasn't on any medication. Usually I don't think they accept people on medications unless they had medication a long time ago but aren't currently taking the medication. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure every agency is different. So after I passed the two mental checks... Then I had a medical screening, and they sent me to California for one day. I had the medical screening, which basically they draw blood, they do a urine test, and then they check my cervix to make sure I don't have any polyps or anything. Uh, They said my cervix looked wonderful. After my results came back, they said I would be a perfect surrogate mother, and the people that 
I was paired with but are very lucky to have me. So that was great to hear. Also, I can't remember because it's this has been a long like 10 month process, but you do get paired with the family, I think before you even do the mental check or in between the two mental checks and the medical check. I'm not 100% sure. I cannot remember. But all of that happens. And then depending on how the process is, some, it's called IPs, which are the people wanting a surrogate. So some IPs will use the mom's egg and dad's sperm and then put it, put the fertilized egg in the surrogate. And sometimes they will use a donor egg or donor sperm. So depending on that process, how long that goes, I mean, we're messing with human bodies. So you have to be really patient. You have to be very thorough. And basically you have to do everything as perfect as you possibly can because there is a lot of love going into this. Um, There can be a lot of heartache, a lot of money, a lot of time. It's a lot. It's very, very important and it's very special at least in my opinion, I think it's extremely special to bring a human into the world. I think it's very beautiful. Then I did a lot of waiting and finally the eggs were ready. I started my cycle, which basically means I started taking estrogen in the morning and in the evening after my uterine lining was checked. My uterine lining was like 3.25 millimeters and that was while on my period and then I started taking estrogen in the morning and the evening and I went back like nine days later I believe and it needed to be eight millimeters or more and it happened to be 14 millimeters which is awesome and then I got to start taking progesterone at night so the progesterone was uh extremely scary to me at first um it's a huge needle that you have to put in your you have to stab yourself in the butt I have not yet stabbed myself in the butt I let my friends do it for me and they do a wonderful job I'm so grateful for them eventually I will do it myself but right now I'm just letting my friends do it taking videos of it while watching people do it and I'm getting used to it and I'm getting comfortable with it and then once I found out that my uterine lining was really thick 14 millimeters and I started the progesterone they said okay it's a go you will be flying out to California to do the IVF transfer, the embryo transfer. And that was today, February 24th. It was great. It was very, very, very fast. It took 12 minutes to do. So I first they checked my bladder because you have to have a full bladder to do it. They checked my bladder. It wasn't falling off. They gave me some water. They came in back in like 10 minutes later. They checked it again. Looked good. They had me put my legs up in stirrups, open my vagina up. They put the catheter into my cervix cavity. And then they waited until the eggs were like pushed through, which I had two embryos transferred into my uterus. And then he had me lay down for 10 minutes because that's the, that's the protocol is lay down for 10 minutes. They set an Alexa, <laughs> which is kind of funny because I have an Alexa at home and I use that alarm too. So it was very familiar. Once the alarm went off, I was able to get up, go to the bathroom. My best friend and I, Catherine, went to town to get Vietnamese food because that's what I wanted. 
We came back. She dropped me off. She went to go get her stuff and do whatever she wanted to do. I just ate, watched TV, relaxed, and I'm still in bed. The doctor asked that I stay in bed or on a sofa, just resting all day, 24 hours. I can get up once an hour to stretch and go pee. Then tomorrow I fly back to Maine. So both times when I got my medical check, I was here one day. And then this time I was here about three days of probably, yeah, probably a solid three days, maybe a little less. And it has been a wonderful experience. I'm so excited. The parents are so excited. They stayed up. Um, they live in a different country. And when I was getting the transfer done, it was the middle of the night for them. But, excuse me, but they stayed up because they didn't know if they would be, need to be um, contacted and they wanted to hear all about it. They're really awesome. They're really, really sweet people. And I'm just so excited. I hope that these embryos stick and I hope that I'm pregnant with one or two babies i'm actually hoping for twins because they i think they want twins that's why they use two embryos and i feel really confident in my body and very excited i'm going to introduce Catherine. here she is hello Catherine. hello all right so let's talk about how we started our day we got up today to yes today. Right. no yesterday yes today <laughs> Um, we got up, we had some deep conversations about life and then and our dreams and our dreams. Oh yeah. yeah I had some yeah. weird dreams. I had a dream that my alarm didn't go off. We missed breakfast and we were going to be late for the embryo transplant or transfer. <laughs> and instead of waking Catherine up and saying, Hey, we're going to go get breakfast. Let's go. I just went to my other best friend's house and was hoping her mom would feed me, which is really weird. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, dreams are weird. And this was also a very, like, stressful day. You know, a lot of, you know, anxiety around it. You've been working up to this now yeah. for a while. So, you know, yeah. hopefully it's just peaceful dreams tonight. Yes, yeah, because everything went well. Yeah. So then... I, mean, I woke up thinking, not remembering where I was, so that's... Yeah, well, Catherine <laughs> doesn't know where she is. <laughs> just when she wakes uh, up. Anyway. But we're in Cali and it's beautiful. Yes. So then we got ready for the day. No, we didn't get ready for the day. We went down in our pajamas and we had a really good breakfast. Then we got ready for the day and we went to a beach and we looked at the beach for a little bit. Torrey Pine State Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was really, really pretty. There were surfers out there. Um, it was kind of one of those like picturesque California like beaches there wasn't a lot of sand to walk on because it was high tide but um it was really cool seeing the surfers out there and um yeah i mean it's beautiful yeah beautiful state we're not used to that west coast so no a lot of mountains yes Catherine had to tell me if i was looking at mountains or no wait a lot of hills a lot of hills see (laughs) i'm already messing it up Yes, but it's beautiful here. I love it. it. There's a lot of things about California that remind me of Maine. Or I think of like Florida and I'm like, Florida doesn't remind me of Maine at all. But California, there are like things like, I don't know, the ocean isn't as warm as you would think. It's warm, but it's still like chilly like Maine. Maine's just really cold. It's like freezing. Um, the rocks, just like some of the scenery. So it feels good. And then... We, I don't think we did anything else. I think we, we took a nice that. walk through the neighborhood, oh, yeah. um, which was actually nice. I feel like that was kind of helpful to get a little bit of the sunshine we wanted to get, but um, helped, you know, 
bring the anxiety down a little bit, I think. You know, it was really pretty to see those houses. They do not live with a lot of space here. Mm. They have their lawns, which, by the way, are fake. The grass <laughs> is all plastic. Um, wow. Yeah, those patches of land are like just unusable. But um, I mean, it's houses. so, so beautiful, but it definitely makes me feel grateful for what we have back home. And, you know, it's like always nice to get away, but definitely puts everything into perspective, especially you and I both have, you know, a son sons yes um and we're not lesbian (laughs) let's clear this up you have one son and i have one son with my husband yes and i have one son with a guy so we're his dad um anyway it was just it's a nice you know we i think i appreciate maine and you know just the space we have a little bit more seeing like you know how it is out here so yeah so it was a good yeah. way to start the day. Yeah. yeah, we were sweating and talking and just enjoying our day. And then we came back for a few minutes. I had to take my prednisone. So I had to take three days of an antibiotic before the transfer. And then I had to take I have to take prednisone today, tomorrow, and the next day. And then I felt a little anxious. So I ate food, watched a couple episodes of Friends, which was funny. And then we got there. I had to pee really badly because, like I had mentioned earlier, that you have to have a full bladder. I was a little nervous, but Catherine was there. Catherine was asking questions. She's great at that. <laughs> she is. She is. She's very supportive. Um, well, and thank then, you. what were you thinking when we were in the room? Like, what were you feeling like? You know, I felt like I mean, the the place was beautiful. Um, San Diego Fertility Center, gorgeous. You guys did a great job. I felt like. You know, the the nurse who you had um, was nice, and I felt like that immediate connection, too, because she hails from New Hampshire, so she was out here, you know, living and working, but um, you could also tell she had that kind of New England, like, caring about her, you know, so that was nice and made me feel a little bit better, knowing that you're in good hands um, and just explaining everything. I mean, it, it felt kind of more like, you know, a room like at a spa almost, you know, minus the stirrups and, (laughs) uh, you know, some of the machines, but it definitely, you know, so I don't know. I felt like you were in really good hands and, you know, everyone was super sweet. The doctor was really nice and it was so quick. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's what I was surprised most about. Yeah. That it took about what? Seven minutes? 12. 12 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, once I found out she was from New Hampshire and then she like had a conversation with us about New England, I felt really comfortable around her. I felt safe around her. I still felt anxious just in general, just mm-hmm. thinking there was going to be pain. Literally no pain. The doctor's like, you're not going to feel anything. He's just like, you're going to feel the clamps that like open you up basically. And I felt those. I hate those. Every woman hates those. Um, I don't even know why I was thinking this. Why don't they lube you up before that? Like, it'd be so much easier if you put lube on those things. Well, I guess they need them to stay in place. Yeah. Okay. All right. And sanitary reasons, maybe? Well, they would use clean lube. I don't know. Are you talking about the clamp? Yeah, the thing that holds me open. Oh. I don't know. But I guess they do need to keep it in... in, Yeah, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They don't want it to, like, move around. When they're putting it in, it's really uncomfortable. But once it's in, it's you just forget about it. And then during the procedure, 
Like I didn't feel anything. Like I maybe felt movement, but it wasn't any kind of pain. And then there was some waiting for the eggs to... Did someone come in and bring the eggs? Yes. Yeah. So I, so Janessa had her eyes covered. She, you know, just, which is fine. You know, she's obviously a little tense, but um, I was sitting behind her and got to see a monitor that was showing the, um, the eggs in the Petri dish. And um, there had been a woman who came in prior just to, she, she brought in the pictures of what the eggs look like. So, um, she was in charge of, you know, transferring the eggs from the Petri dish, uh, to the doctor. And it was interesting watching because it was almost like she was, I couldn't see the tool she was using just because it was on a monitor and it was really zoomed in on the eggs, but it was almost like she was using a, you know, suction utensil almost to get the eggs to move from where they were, you know, after they had thawed and everything, um, up into, you know, the needle that then she brought in and basically that's what he put in the catheter yep okay so he yeah it was just like a needle you know kind of like what you use for your shots like the vial and stuff so um and that's what we were watching too on the screen was like the placement of them into your uterus um i'm gonna be honest i'm glad i didn't see that needle i would have freaked out yeah it was a really long needle so I'm glad you didn't. I freak out at the progesterone shots uh I don't need to think something's going to my vagina like that yeah. but no I'm glad you didn't see it um yeah so then I just laid there when Sarah done they're like they like I said before they set an Alexa alarm lay here for 10 minutes you can go pee after and be on your way and then we left <laughs> we didn't even like say bye well we said bye to like one person yeah no yeah. it definitely felt like a you know quick doctor's appointment and um, yeah, I, I don't really know what I was imagining it would entail, but that was easy peasy. I guess for me, I was thinking it'd be a lot more intense because it's such an intense thing, like growing babies, right? you know, bringing life into the world, but it was very simple. And the doctor was so nice. He gave me a hug, which is just so nice. Like you were doing a great job, you know, great thing for yeah. a couple, which you are. So, yeah. Yeah. And he said my uterine lining looked great. Mm -hmm. It's like the best compliment, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> of course. I love it. Love those compliments. So a few things <laughs> I did before to prepare. Um, I ate pineapple this morning, which I heard is good for fertility. And I could be just like one of those crazy people that listen to everything. But I like to do natural things. And I like to do things that maybe will help or are just good for my body. So pineapple. I did. And honestly, when I say crazy people, I don't really think anyone's crazy. I think some people just have perspectives of people being crazy. Just want to verify that. Anyways, I ate pineapple. I'm wearing socks. Yes, her fuzzy socks. Fuzzy yes, they black are. Black socks, mm -hmm. which I wore with my sneakers. It was a look. And Definitely I also drank pregnancy tea, which Catherine just bought me some more because she's so sweet. And that's really good for the uterine lining. It has a lot of good nutrients. And then prior to the transfer, the two weeks before, I've been drinking pomegranate juice every day, which increases your estrogen and eating seaweed every day, which is really good for your uterine lining. Hmm. It gives a lot of good know that. nutrients. Yeah. Okay. Um, I follow this girl on Instagram and she goes to an acupuncturist and that hmm. is what she was told. So wow. she said these tips on Instagram and I said, I'm going to try them. Whether they do anything or not, at least they're good for your for your body. Yeah, so. exactly. And I kept my uterus warm by drinking warm fluids. I drink warm water, tea. Um, I would even heat up my pomegranate juice. And sometimes, like, 
before my last monitoring appointment that was going to identify how thick my uterine lining is, I put like a warm pad on my uterus the night before just to give it a little oomph. So it's a good idea. Yeah. Hmm. I feel really good right now. Now that the procedure's over, I she was so strong. She did a really you you really did like you were. I don't think I would have been able to get through it. So really, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, you know, and like you're doing such an amazing thing, but it is a lot of pressure. It's like you know, for you, like you know, you're doing this for a couple, and you know, you want it to work. Yeah, and I mean to, I, I mean you know what they transfer two eggs mm-hmm. and I think that what they say 70% chance it will be twins yeah and 30% that it'll just be one child but that's pretty crazy mm-hmm. like you might not just be carrying one child for this family but two yeah so wow yeah <laughs> I'm excited though and I would love to have the experience of having twins yeah because I mean I I still am like debating like do I want more kids and stuff so this is like this is it you know yeah this will be the time to experiment with my body and see and like live life uh internally Mm -hmm. through having kids Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say that properly but I think that makes sense I get you um yeah so I feel good I have cramps right now I've had cramps like since the appointment I haven't had any bleeding which they said would be normal but I haven't had any bleeding and I have these weird cramps upper, my like upper stomach, not where the procedure was. So I don't know if it's like because I ate too much mm. or if it's just like gas or something. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But it I mean, hurts to move. Right now I'm okay. But like if I like lean over or stand up, it's just really painful. Mm. But I don't know if that's part of it. So if you're thinking about doing surrogacy or getting IVF, don't be afraid. It really did not hurt. It actually hurt worse doing the medical check when they checked my cervix for polyps. That yeah. actually hurt a lot. It wasn't it like it, it hurt, but it wasn't like it hurt really bad. It was just so like uncomfortable. Pressure. It was just really uncomfortable. They're yeah. like in there looking around. Yeah. I don't like people being. Yeah. I don't like people being in there. Like, yeah. so, yeah. Do you have anything else to say? I mean, let's get you. Let's get you pregnant. Let's get knocked up. Well, hopefully yeah, I am no, right I, now. No, it was just, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that you, you know, took me on this. And, um, you know, traveling is not easy. But this was today seeing that was really incredible. So and just like being by your side and knowing what you're doing for this couple is like just so heart, heartwarming and humbling. Because, you know, when you first told me about this, like I seriously was like, what? What do you mean? You know, like about a year ago almost. And. You know, I just think it's so cool that you just, you know, kept going and are doing this and you're giving a couple people an incredible gift or gifts. So, yeah, that's amazing. Hopefully gifts. Yeah. Yeah. So I love you and I think you're awesome. I love you. Thanks for being here with me. Yeah, of course. All right. Love it. Thank you so much for listening to episode number seven of hashtag create your earth life with your host, Janessa Staples and guest Catherine O'Hara. I said her last name was Ryden at the beginning and she's married. She just got married. I'm sorry. I apologize. She got married two years ago. Wow. What kind of friend am I? (laughs) Anyways, thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoy. And if you want to contact me, please feel to con- feel, please feel free to contact me on Instagram at 
Evolving Period Writer Period Janessa, J-E-N-A-S-A. I will also be starting a YouTube channel sometime in March, and this will be a part of one of the YouTube videos. It will be a recording of our experience in California, the transfer, and I will also be posting another video of the first time getting a progesterone shot, which is scary and hilarious and interesting. (laughs) All right. Until next time. 